Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A year, a year ago, I started the journey of relocating everything I own from my three-bedroom, two-bath, with a pool, compound in amongst seven million people in, in metropolitan Phoenix, Arizona. To five acres of blank high desert without even a tree in northern Arizona. Wow! wow. I, I I am I, I took it took me six months and about thirty thousand miles back and forth to get yeah. up here. I had everything. Pretty, I had pretty much everything up here and stored kind of on pallets and covered with tarps and i mean just free for all if anybody stumbled on it it would have been just such a gold mine they would it would have taken them you know who knows how long to just clear it out anyway i get everything up here now by january of this year well i've got stuff up here pretty much and i'm i've Already got a, a shotgun shack, so to speak, up, and I mean, I'm I'm working on this. I'm going off grid. I'm going off grid. I, I've been wanting to go off grid for decades. It wasn't until about three and a half, four years ago that God bestowed the land upon me. And oh when I God. got the land, okay, how did I get the land? Um, I've been doing the land watch and looking and praying and everything else. All of a sudden, five-acre plot in Navajo County, Arizona, comes up on Land Watch for one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. Are you kidding me? Oh my God! God says, "Here, here you go. You want five acres? You got plenty of land. You got plenty of space." Now, uh, I'm I'm a rebel. Okay, I'm I'm a criminal. Right, I'm a criminal. I am. I, you know, friendship to the world is enmity to God. Well, I'll tell you what. I got enmity to this world because I got nothing but friendship with God, and and He's got me protected, and He's got me sustained, and He provides me with everything I want or need. Okay, I am. I am tapped into the source of all. And, I, and he, he said, Ed, here's, here's this place. Now, he said, Ed, you, you've read my book. Are you, are you there? Yeah. We're here. Heard, yeah okay. We're here. I heard bleep, bleep, and I want to make sure you're all still there. Oh, it's uh, just some weird noise tonight. Okay. God says, you read my book. You know the script. You know what is going to happen, and you know what is coming. The terrible day of the Lord will fall upon people and they will it will hit them unawares just like it says and there has to be a place for my lambs and make a place of safety like it says in the book 
when the terrible day of the Lord comes, you run to the hills where a place of safety has been prepared for you. Okay? God tapped me on the shoulder and said, this is, this is your due. Okay? You've got your land. You've got what you wanted. You've got everything you needed, but this is your task. You have to prepare a place for my lambs to run to because they're going to meet a place. What I've been doing. Okay? January of this year, a Chinese female student at ASU became the first confirmed COVID-19, well, at the, at the time, the first confirmed Chinese Wuhan coronavirus was positive in Phoenix, Arizona. I left the next day. I, I, I went up to my property, and I isolated myself. I left my home, my family. I left, I left, when I left the home and relocated everything up here, my wife still has yet a few years to work before she can retire. So I found her a little apartment across the street from where she works. And, and, and God smiled on me again and said, here, not only that, it's only 850 a month for a two-bedroom, okay? It should be 1400 a month. But he said, this is what you can afford, so this is what you get. So... Now, my wife and uh, one of her daughters and a grandchild are residing there in Phoenix, so I kind of, there's a base down there where I can, you know, stop and shower at least. <laughs> okay? So I leave my wife, I leave my family, I leave my home, I come up here, and I, I start clearing land, okay? I had to clear the land of the roads in and out. I had to clear my, I made my own roads on my own property, ladies and gentlemen. I made my own roads with my own two hands. I tell you, I have, I have, excav, I have excavated tons of rock by hand and tons of dirt, relocated tons of dirt. I've done so much here as one person with two hands. I've done some phenomenal things up here. And it's just, it, I, I, every day is an adventure. I love it. I, oh, God is so great. God is so great. I'll tell you, I was up here for a long time by myself. I mean, just by myself until uh, about a month ago, I brought my cat up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I brought my cat up here. And I got, I got coyotes and all, I got stuff that will eat my cat. But he's a good cat. I mean, he's like my familiar. I mean, this is my cat. He sleeps with me, eats with me, and, and he's a good cat. So God knew that I needed something, okay, because this is the only animal that I've ever had that when I pick him up and hug him and I say, I love you, he hugs me back. He grabs me <laughs> around and, and puts his claws into my back and pulls me into him. I can't believe it. God gives me everything I need. You know what I mean? I get every yeah. couple of weeks I go into Phoenix and I, you know, I visit the wife and take care of business and, you know, run around and do all this stuff, but, and shop, whatnot. But for the most part, I've been up here since January by myself. Me, oh, wow. God, me God and the cat. And I'll tell you what, I've never been <laughs> happier in my life ever, <laughs> ever. You talk about the, the pursuit of happiness. I've got, I've got troubles. I've got worries. I've got problems. I've, I've had things happen. I mean, I could, I could give you all three shows 
of eight hours each and still not touch on everything that I've, that I, that I've experienced up here by myself. Oh, my God. I'll open the floor for questions. Have you ever lived in the country before? Have I ever, ever lived in the country before? I mean, not, out in not, the country like no, that. Not, I mean, out, not, mm-hmm. No, no, no. Uh, I've pretty okay. much been metropolitan cities basically for most of my life. Oh, no wonder you're having so much fun. Yeah, it's a whole different experience. It's, it's very rewarding. But see, uh, back in the 80s, back in the 80s, I started, I started making my own space in the backyard. Wherever I lived, it didn't matter. I put up a structure of some sort, whether it was tents, tarps, wood, I don't care what it was. I always had my own sanctuary. I always had my own space, and I was always preparing for disaster. Always. <laughs> always. So now I'm up here, and I, if, if, if the rest of the world falls down, I've got you know, seven years of food for myself. Easily. Oh my God. Wow. I've got solar panels. I've got solar panels. I've got a 10,000 kilowatt generator and I've only used it twice. Oh my God. I'm in, I'm in a wind corridor. I'm in a wind corridor so that if I wanted to put up wind generators, I could sell power back to the power company and sit here and make money. I'm serious. This is it's, opportunities abound, and I'm I'm bunkered up. I'm bunkered up, boys and girls. Are you are you above the, the, the Are you way up in the mountains, or what? Are you in the desert, or what? what I'm in what's called what's I'm, I'm in what's called the high desert. Okay, I'm in a I'm in Long Valley, which is just south of Winslow. Winslow, Arizona, is on the I-40 Route 66. Halfway between between Flagstaff and Holbrook, and about 300 miles from the New Mexico border. Going the other way, it's not that far from the Grand Canyon, and I'm a stone's throw away from uh, from Meteor Crater. I'm I'm just south of Meteor Crater, so I'm 16 miles south of Winslow, and and just south of Winslow, there's a big water park with a lake and all this stuff. That's only 10 miles north of me, so. And I'm, I'm in a high desert with no trees. I'm on a promontory. My, my land just happens to be the high point of the area. I don't have any worry about flood. I can see anybody coming from two miles away and can shoot and hit them from that distance. Oh, great. That's a great area. You're, not, you're really not too far from, from Phoenix. You're, you're, no, how, I'm, how many miles away? I'm about three and a half hours. From Phoenix, two different routes. Not too bad. No, no, I'm 16 minutes from standing on the corner in Winslow, Arizona. Yeah, I was just going to say there's a song with that with Winslow, standing on the corner in Winslow, Arizona. What a fine, what a fine sight to see. Look, everybody, if if the world takes a dump and you have to run, okay. I will be standing on the corner of Winslow, Arizona, <laughs> with that bronze statue at noon every Sunday. If disaster, hits, if, if disaster hits, noon every Sunday, I'm going to go into town, and anybody that's looking for me, I will be there. 
okay? And you can hook up with wow. me. I've got space for you. I've got food for you. I've got cover for you. God has you covered, okay? Whoa. God has yeah. you covered. I'm serious. Anybody, wow, that's that's, cool. anybody that's been in this area, contact me and come by. Come by and see what I'm doing, okay? I've got oh, marvelous yeah. things, and I could talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. The first, <laughs> the, the first night that I, that I walked on this land and consecrated it to God, the first night yeah. that I walked on this land, when I left the land, I saw the only person around is, is there's a big building kind of next to me with big, big huge building with uh, chain link fence around it, and it's just a monster, and I never knew what it was from the satellite pictures. But I see somebody coming out of there the first night that I'm I'm here. Okay, it's like oh my, it's December. It was December. It's like oh my, somebody I can talk to. So I run over there real quick, and the guy's just coming out of his gate. He's dressed in a Santa Claus outfit. (laughs) (laughs) I dressed up in the middle of nowhere to Santa Claus, Santa, how you doing? I'm Ed Vallejo, and I'm your new neighbor. And he looks at me, and he looks at my truck, and my new neighbor, I said, yes, sir, five acres right over here across the street from you. And he says, you there, huh? Yes, I do. And he says, well, Mr. Vallejo, you're a very fortunate man. I said, oh, really? Why is that? And he says, because I have 320 acres here, and I'm in the process of putting in an air park, and I've already laid down the first runway. Wow. Fantastic. And he's dressed like Santa Claus, right? (laughs) When when Santa Claus said that, my $1,250 investment just became worth $20,000. Wow. <laughs> when, Does he have a the, plane? Does he have a plane? When the first plane lands, my land will be worth $50,000, even if I don't do anything to it, just because oh, it's, adjacent, it's adjacent to the runway. It has, oh. it has a solid rock foundation that can be leveled and put a precision-level hanger on it. Wow. Oh, I'm going to be in a, a karst area, and I'm on the promontory. Karst means uh, a little bit a little bit harder than sandstone, but it's workable. So I have I have stone that I can cut blocks out of the ground and use to build. Wow. I haven't I haven't gotten wow. to that point yet because I've got so many rocks that I've excavated. I can I can start building now, but my problems are. I can't build until government catches up with me. Government's been closed for a while now. You know? Now, wait a minute. Repeat what you just said. I I don't understand. COVID-19 shut most governments down. Yeah. Yep. Well, Navajo County is tiny, and they are still not up. And we just oh, went really? through. Oh, we just yeah. went through a relockdown. What I call a relockdown because yeah. they they revoked yeah. the bars, the the bars, the um, 
movie theaters and the uh, gyms. Those three okay. were allowed to open. Governor Ducey said, um, rescinding that, you three, you've got to close back up if you already opened, and if you haven't, you've got to stay closed. Yeah, that happened up here in the north. That happened in the northwest up here too, in Oregon, Washington. Same thing happened exactly. The same thing is going to happen everywhere, where they're going to use their bullshit numbers to make us do what they want. Okay, if you go out and you test everybody, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to have a, a giant, huge spike in those people that you say are positive. Why? Because they haven't been tested. Duh. <laughs> Duh. You know, I, I knew that this was a contrived thing when our government said, use the word quarantine, and then hold the, the arbitrary time of two weeks out of their ass. Okay? Everybody is quarantined. Some is a time period quarantine. I'll give you a hint. Quarantine is 50 days. <laughs> quarantine is 40 days. That's why it's oh, quarantine. If I was on an island like I am now, and a ship came up and it was suspected to have a disease, it would be quarantined for the proper period of 40 days. And if it could if it could survive the forty without anybody being sick, it can come ashore. Forty days is quarantine period. When they pulled fourteen days out of their ass, I knew it was a phony right there. Huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. From there, when it when they first started telling us about this this disease or whatever it is, it went any it ranged anywhere from three to 27 days of someone that is infected and being asymptomatic before they start showing symptoms. Three to 27, okay? That's a pretty broad range. I've heard everything from 14 to six to 20 to all these different things. It doesn't matter because if they were serious about a disease and they want to lock people out, they locked them out for a quarantine period of 40 days. And if they were clear by then, everything would be cool. Now, what would have happened had we gone with the actual quarantine time of 40 days when we locked it? We said, okay, China, you can't come into this country because you guys fucked up. Okay? Can't, come, can't bring anything. Nobody can bring anything in here. We'll lock it down. Lock it down for 40 days. If we'd have locked everything down for 40 it would have hurt us economically. It would have hurt us in many, many ways. But nobody would have got sick here because it wouldn't have transmitted here. Now, they said a million people in the first week left Wuhan. When, when it all, oh, this is broken out from uh, what market in Wuhan, China, in that first week after they first said it on TV, a million people left <laughs> Wuhan, China, and dispersed themselves around the world. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, you know, I, I knew it was contrived also when I remember the last time we went through this and seeing a professional state that it's a good thing that this, that this SARS, MERS, whichever one it was, I don't even remember. It's a good thing that this thing only has a three-day incubation period because if it was any longer than that, 
it would be able to spread amongst the populace easily and become a global pandemic. Then I started hearing, okay, well, this thing is, is it's got this and that and that and that all put together, engineered, and it's got uh, uh, data function so that it, you know, who knows how long any individual, you know, has it and before they even show a symptom or if they do while they're spreading it. Doesn't matter because, well, the, within the first two months, there was 120 known mutations that people that have gotten sick from it and infected somebody else with. They didn't infect them with the COVID-19. They infected them with a new mutation that their individual genome produced when mixed with the COVID-19. That's what it was geared to do. It was geared to go out there and mix differently with the different people so that it couldn't be detected, and you'll never have a vaccination against it because there's too many different variants. Way too many. Way too many. You can't get vaccinated. Don't even think about taking a vac vaccination because it'll just it'll hurt your immune system. If you do have it or you have come in contact with it or you do yeah. come in contact with it afterwards, it will hurt you. Oh, yeah. Well, none of us here would do that. <laughs> we all know better. Yeah. Not only not only did I come and self isolate, but I undertook a vast, deep regimen of supplements to boost my immune system. And I could I could do a whole show just on that alone, you know. But I don't. There's one thing I'd like to say to everybody that is listening. I don't know how many people are listening, but one thing I've tried to get out amongst the people is look, zinc. Zinc will inhibit reproduction of a virus in a human cell. So if you've got mm -hmm. zinc in your system, even if you get in contact with it, it won't be able to replicate, okay? Vitamin C, vitamin C is, we, we all know about vitamin C, how great vitamin C is. The problem is, is vitamin C can inhibit the body's absorption of the zinc. So oh, really? I, do my, I do my vitamin C in the morning and at noon, and by 3 o'clock, I'm done with my vitamin C and kind of level out a little bit. And then after dinner is when I do zinc. And I, I take zinc lozenges so that my body can absorb the, the zinc while I'm sleeping. And then start with, start with the C again in the morning. I mean, there's, there's six, eight, almost ten different things that I vary here and there in, in the diet, but it varies from from selenium, CoQ10 to K2, and a lot of things, a lot of things. So, hey, Ed, are you, are you in Winslow right now? Just curious. Am I in Winslow? Um, I'm are south you in of Winslow. Winslow. Yeah. Right yeah. Well, I think I'm within the city limits. I haven't checked. I guess I am within the city limits. Yeah, I'm up, I'm up in my property. I've been okay, in here you, for... Okay, you've got good cell. you got good cell coverage up there. That's great. Oh yeah, I'm on a promontory. I'm on the I'm on the high point. So while I'm up here, I got great cell. I've got a hot spot. I've got computer. I've got everything. Oh, everything wow. anybody else has anywhere else. That is that is so cool, man. You know, if I wanted satellite, <laughs> I could have it, but I don't want the expense. Yeah. 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 Holy God, what a story! And you were led, guided. Almost like driven to, to have, and this just materialized, it manifested. Oh, I've, I've um, been trained for this all my life. I've been trained for this all of my life. You know, a dispatcher, I've been a dispatcher more than anything else. Okay, I've dispatched yep. for so many things. 
you know, from hel- helicopter ambulance in the army to the taxis to the package and envelope delivery. I mean, I've, I've dispatched so many times. Uh, what a dispatcher does is it takes the work requirements on one hand and the workers in the other hand, and it, he gets the work done. So yep. up here, you know, I'm the dispatcher, I'm the worker, I'm all those things, I'm all integrated into one, and I'm, I'm fluid, I'm in motion, and there aren't enough hours in the day. There aren't. I mean, I'm up, I'm up anywhere from 1.30 to 3.30 in the morning, and I'm not to bed until 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. You know, and it, it doesn't get dark until 7.45, almost 8 o'clock here. Oh, my God. What a story, Ed. I went from 175 pounds to 135 pounds. And your hair is probably longer than it was before. <laughs> no, actually, it's short. I cut my hair short. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, it, it, we all end up a, doing that eventually. <laughs> no, this was a safety issue. This was a safety yeah. issue. I caught it. I got it caught in a machine for the third time. And the third time, it caught in the the squirrel cage of an evaporative cooler that was running, and I couldn't reach the shut off. I couldn't reach the plug. I couldn't reach anything. And it, I mean, it pulled me in there and was going to pull my head off. So I had to put my knife out and cut my hair off, and then went and got my hair cut short. And, it's the end of that story. Oh, wow. I almost cut my hair. Well, I guess I did. Oh, wow. Well, I, but I, I bet you my beard is longer than most of your hair. Oh. <laughs> okay, Ed, we are in for this final, final chapter of, of madness in our world, it sounds like. And you're, you're, no, you're no, it's not a final chapter. We still got a ways. The third, okay. the, the the third temple has to be rebuilt. They haven't even laid the cornerstone. When, the, when right. you hear them, when you hear them lay the cornerstone, then worry. I'm telling you right now. You hear them, you hear you hear it somewhere in the news, or keep an eye on it. Keep looking for it. Temple Mountain what News, man. I, I keep an eye on what it. Do you, what do you call the cornerstone, Ed? The cornerstone for the third temple was cut by the by the um, Levitical priests in seventy one. I think it was. Yeah, in seventy one, I believe they cut the cornerstone. By by nineteen eighty, they had all of the gold accoutrements, the the tabernacle, the the candelabra, the the bowl, all that stuff. They had it all refined. Okay. It, Gold has to be turned into biblical gold. Anybody know what biblical gold is? No, no. No, I'll tell you what biblical gold is. Monoatomic gold or? No, no, no. Monoatomic gold, that's that's gold powder used for shoe bread. That's a different creature altogether. No, biblical gold, to to make sure that gold was pure, and it was, it was, it was smelted, okay? You heat it up. You cut, take the slag off the top, and you let it cool. Then you heat it up, take the slag off the top, you let it cool. You heat it up, you let this, take the slag off the top, you let it cool. You heat it up, you, let, you do that seven times. Once you've done it seven times, then it is considered biblical gold. And I think that is, it, 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 it refines it past the 999 point, I think, is what wow. it does. Oh, wow. Yeah, but all that had to be done to all the gold that was used to to for the, the Levitical priests to be able to 
to pour and cast all of the accoutrements and sanctify them, and everything's ready. Everything's ready. There was uh, a point in time back in, uh, I think it was just before 1990, that I saw where um, uh, engineers had gone in and and looked at the different Bibles and looked at the different statements and all of the, everything that they could compile of the location of the temple. And they put it all, they put their heads together and they said, you know, the Dome of the Rock, that's, that's not where the temple was. No, no. By these, by all of this, it should be over there. And they pointed to a different place off over to the side. And when they went over and they brushed the dirt off, they supposedly found part of the foundation. And that's where Third Temple is supposed to go. Okay? So for, you know, 30 years, I've been waiting to hear. The Third, the, the third Temple has just been started with the laying of the consecrated, you know, cornerstone by the Levitical priests. Okay? Because I'm telling you, it's, I, I, I got chills just even thinking about you know what that day means yeah because because yeah. antichrist can't sit on the throne in the third temple and do all the things that it says he's supposed to do if it's not built yet so yeah all this yeah. all this all this folder all in blu-ray and all everything that's going on it's just it's just sideshow ladies and gentlemen it's just sideshow okay why is a lot you know i'll tell you a reason that a lot of this stuff has gone on without well, we're our good men. This is what happened when good men do nothing. No, this is what happened when good men try and try and try to do it legally, politically, all those, all those nonviolent ways that, that they can, and they get screwed out of it by power systems time and time again, RNC, RNC, RNC. And they, they get, every time they get to the winner's circle, they change the rules at the last second, and you lose. Oh, my, you know, we're tired of that. And we've left that. We've gone out into the field, and we've gone off grid, and we've started to make our own societies. Because that's what I have here right now. If I had sixty people, you know, yeah. ascend upon my location, just walking up out of nowhere, and said, "Ed, we were sent here because we were hungry." Huh. I bet you I can get them all fed, and get covers over every one of them's head. And every one of them would have a blanket to sleep with. Oh my God! Hallelujah! God bless you, Ed. Jeez. Wow. Okay, now, now all of this is under the public guise. Okay, what am I doing out in public, Ed? What are you doing up there? I'm creating a rest home for homeless veterans. Oh my huh. God! I gotta get. We gotta get you in touch with Nick Grady. Because, you know, Mick, Mick I'll tell you what, guess, if uh, anybody knows any homeless veterans out there that need a life, send them up here. I'll feed them, oh. I'll put a roof over their head, and I'll work them to death. <laughs> <laughs> you tell you what, there's nothing but hard-ass work up here. Taking 250-pound stones out of the ground and getting them out of the hole is hard work. Okay? But I've got... But I've got stones lining my my driveway, all the way out to the end of the property right now. Oh my God! Wow! wow. Gotta, I'll tell you what. If I had the lumber, I could build a trebuchet in a day, and somebody would have a problem. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, because I can start slinging rocks like nobody's business. You. So does your does your new neighbor with the other land and the runway uh, plans? Does he know? Have you shared with him what your vision is? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. We've, 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 oh, okay. We've spoken at length. He's he's a Mormon. He's a oh, Mormon. okay, which, perfect. Which <laughs> a makes him a good man, but B, you've got to accept him for who and what he is. Luckily, yeah. I'm an alcoholic. You know, and al- uh, a recovering alcoholic has learned that acceptance is the key to all of my problems, the answer to all mm-hmm. of my problems, because I can't find any serenity until I accept whatever it is for exactly what and who or whatever it is. got to accept what it is. I can't change that in my mind or try to manipulate it or change it. You know, it is what it is, and I have to accept that. So I, I, I try and be courteous and, and deal with everybody on their level if I possibly can. Uh-huh. Yeah, because everybody's got their own reality base and their own mission from God. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, well, it says, it also says, cast not your pearls before swine, but give holy things to dogs, lest they turn and rend you. So. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Can you hear I'm, me? I'm, I just heard yes, my microphone. We, we, we can hear you, Fred. Yeah, you're good. I love you, Fred. Man, I miss you so much. And I got a, I got a, a I got a, a gif of a heart with a head and arms and legs and stuff. But when I thought of that, then I thought of you, and and I've been using that thing. I'm a heart with legs, buddy. Well, God bless you, Jesus. What a what a story, Ed. You're being driven. You're being called. You're being led. You're marching to that inner beat, that core uh, of the river inside of you, spiritually and energetically and otherwise. Uh, very inspirational. Thank you for coming on tonight and and uh, giving us a wake up call <laughs> and a positive uh, little message. Man, I tell you, anybody have a have a question for Ed Vallejo? He's been a guest on our show several times over the years. Uh, a, a very strong patriot, supporter of liberty and freedom. Uh, a whole life of activism. Many, many, many stories that could fill so many books. I mean, you could go on a stream of consciousness and fill up, uh, you know, months of podcasts. <laughs> I, was, I, I was an alternate delegate at the Republican National Convention at Tampa, Florida in 2012 for Ron Paul. I was on yes. the bus. I was on the bus Sunday night in my three-piece suit along with uh, Jan, the the governor, and, the, you know, everybody that was anybody in politics here in Arizona was on this bus. We're going to Tropicana Field for the largest reception in, in history, in the Guinness Book of World Records, over 20,000 people at this reception. We're going to the reception before the, the convention even starts, and we're sitting there on the bus, it's idling. We're waiting to go, and uh, an official from the Republican National Committee comes on board with a clipboard, goes down the row, and has everybody fill out whatever it is and sign, fill out papers and sign, fill out papers. They got to me. They skipped me because he was told about me. He skipped me, kept on going. He, he, gets, to the, he gets back to the front of the bus after touching everybody but me. And he's looking over his paperwork, and he looks, and he says, uh, somebody didn't sign the nomination form for vice president. And a guy in the back over on the other side says, oh, there was two of them? That must have been me. Guy walks back over there, had him sign it, 
and got off the said thank you very much got off the bus and the voting that was supposed to be done Thursday at the end of the convention was completed Sunday night before the convention even started oh my god are you kidding me oh my god yeah and that was I a bad was, scene I was there to witness it, and I have told this story so many times, and I'll never tire of telling it because it's all a shame. A rigged, 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 rigged show, man. Yeah, we sure watched that happen. Terrible. They, they, and that was the second time around for Ron Paul. They, they just blew us over. I just rolled us, rolled us twice. I love you all. You know, oh my God, you know, you know, Donald Trump would never have gotten where he got if it wasn't for Ron Paul and what we did. I honestly believe to my right. very soul that we laid the foundation. Okay, if if Ron Paul had half of one of Donald Trump's testicles, he would have won. Yep. Nope. Okay, that's that's it. Yeah. I mean, we needed a brash guy to get out there and kick some ass, and that wasn't the gentleman Paul. All right. No, he still no, has no. a great daily. Sh- he has a great daily show, though. He, I, I like he woke show. up. He woke up enough people that they had their eyes open when Donald Trump, the man, got up there and started spewing. And when he started spewing the things that Ron Paul should have spewed, it resonated with them, and they jumped on board. Oh, absolutely. I've asked and asked and asked and asked. I've asked this question, I don't know how many times. Do you know of any Ron Paul supporters that did not vote for Donald Trump? And other than hardcore libertarians, no. They all, to a person, everybody that voted for Ron Paul voted for Trump. Yeah, Ron, Ron, Ron Paul was the, the Ron Paul supporters were the vanguard of Trump. The very, very much. leading edge of Trump was yeah. Ron Paul. You're right. And now, 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 uh, Trump has ended the Fed basically, and it's in the Treasury charge. So <laughs> that was a great segue. Get the get the Federal Reserve notes out of your hands as fast as you can get them in your hands, okay? And buy as much silver as you can get. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky enough. I got a guy in Flagstaff that's selling me ten ounce bars for two hundred and twenty bucks. You're kidding! Wow. That's great. That's killer deal. Killer deal. I want some of that. I bought silver when I got my stimulus. I didn't spend the whole thing, but I made sure I got some more. <laughs> oh, you, you answered those people? Are you kidding me? I wouldn't ask them for anything any more than I would give them anything. I didn't ask them. They sent it in the mail. <laughs> no, I'm oh. talking about the stimulus that, that we got. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Twelve hundred dollars. I sure didn't claim it. Oh well, I'm too poor not to, dear. So <laughs> I'm, I'm tapped into the source of everything. Okay. Well, I have. I took that money because I knew it came from Trump, and there's going to be more, and then it'll be done. But boy, I I tell you, I, you can do a lot with a little bit of money when you know how to spend it. You know, just to keep your phone <laughs> on. Freedom. <laughs> you're you're talking to a man without an income. Yeah, well, I'm in my 70s, and I, I live on practically nothing, so I can relate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ed, 
Thank you. Thank you for coming on our show tonight and, and giving us a nice, it's been a, it's been a real long haul this year. And, you know, we're, we're kind of, um, you know, I don't want to say we're, I, I, I mean, my family's been hit pretty hard with this. Uh, but I'm, I'm, you know, just trying to hang in there, but, uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of uh, changes going on and we, we need each other. We need to stay in touch. And you bet I will, I will send, I will send, if I run into a veteran and I, and there are a lot of them through these networks that we all have, I will definitely put, put to know about you and, and man, what, what a great story. What a great vision. What a great uh, time to share good stuff like that, man. Well, I know I'm not alone. Okay. Cause of the, the core patriots of the Phoenix Ron Paul meetup group, which was a big driving force. When, when we got back, one of our members is the uh, Arizona representative for the 10th amendment center. And the 10th amendment center looked around in Arizona and they picked Navajo County as a target County. And they said, okay, all you patriots, let's, we picked Navajo, Navajo County. It looks like a county that we might be able to make some changes in. We could do some good in. Yeah. A lot of opportunity there. Aim for that county. I said, okay. So I ended up with five acres here, and I'm probably one of a dozen people that I know of that ended up in this county. And they're, they're doing everything from growing hemp to, you know, growing food to all kinds of stuff. I mean, they're all doing their thing. Oh. You know, um, there's one guy that, that runs hot dog carts, and you know, his only problem is, is the distance back and forth to Phoenix Mesa metropolitan area, and, and up here he's in Ash Fork. I mean, that's a different county. And how but, far are you from Route 66, the old the original Route 66? Are you close by there? 16 miles. 16 oh, miles. Oh, wow. wow. I'm, I'm just 16 miles south of Route 66. Cool. Yeah. If I had to, I could walk in town. It connects Chicago to L.A., Chicago to L.A. It starts right here in Grand Park, Chicago, Route 66, the original highway. Yeah, we're famous. We're a famous point on Route 66. So um, I'm right here. You know, anybody coming through here, generally, they got to go either on the I-10 or the I-40 if they're coming through from east to west or west to east. So. Yeah. If you're coming across I-40 at any time, give me a shout out and come on by. Just... Wow. Well, my wife and I are uh, when our boys finally leave the house, so we're we're going to be doing a lot of driving around the country and seeing, you know, just just road trips and stuff like that. Uh, whether it's an RV or whatever, we that's what we want to do. Well, by wow. that time, we'll have I'll have Audrey park in for you. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Well, we got to get you in touch with uh, uh, that lady in Page, Arizona. Page, Arizona, uh, a dear, dear couple. Her husband passed away. A great, great patriot. uh, Arlene. Arlene from Page, Arizona. I've got her number. She's a big, big uh, Ron Paul, We the People. Uh, Patriot, you know, just great, a great tree of, of connections. 
for many, many years. I, I think, how far is Paige from you guys? Uh, I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. Okay. I don't know anybody in Paige, so I'm not exactly sure. Okay. <laughs> we'll get you on the same page. Sure. <laughs> Arlene. Ar- <laughs> If I, if I could call her, I'd call her right now. But I'll put you in touch, Ed. She's a great, great lady. Her husband passed away uh, uh, three, four years ago. She's she's alone, but she's got, got a lot of connections. She's been fighting the good fight in this little town of Page against the against the thugs. You know, the, these little towns get corrupted too. You know. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm trying to think of her last name. Shoot. I, I think I know who you're talking about, but I can't come up with the last name. Yeah, Arlene. Right. Uh, I, I got I got her. She's in my phone, but I just I just can't remember her last name. I've been dealing with dirt and rocks for a while now. But it's kind of hard to, <laughs> <laughs> to, to jump so, back yeah, in, how, you know, political mode. How, we, how we how do we get in touch with you, dude? I was asking Steve backstage here if he was capturing your phone number, but he's not responding. So. Okay, my my cell number has been the same forever. 602 oh, okay. 602-434-6843. Oh, great. Gosh, you have the okay. same phone number. That's cool. <laughs> I've had that number for a long, long time. And I'm, I'm on a psychic taxi at yahoo.com. I'm psychic taxi okay. at, at at YouTube and and I am still at Twitter. I I'm thinking on the 16th of July of this year, I'm going to jump yeah. back on Twitter with a giant splash, both feet, make as big a noise as I can, and see how long <laughs> I can last before they get rid of me. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why I'm, not? I'm, okay. I'm as offensive as the next guy, I'll tell you. <laughs> Uh, I, I got I got a secret weapon that I just I haven't used it yet and I'm just dying to use it. I got it about six years ago, maybe five or six years ago. I got it from Adam Kokesh. It's a bright pink T-shirt and it's got uh, um, it's got the guy from the from the forties with the hat and everything, and he's kind of got his finger up and and, and it says it says being offended is Fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh. Yep, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna start doing some videos and posting them up and seeing if they can get spread around. Um, I've been at. Uh, there's a, a forum that Ernie started, Pirates Without Borders. I don't know if any of you are familiar with it, but. I, I'm a no. pirate on I'm a pirate on that forum. So, I, and I do a daily post. Okay, when I when I got up here on my own, out in the middle of nowhere, and in the pirate world, it's like this is my island. It's my tropical <laughs> island, and I I named it I I named it the Port of New Barcelona. <laughs> oh, that's great. Minsville, Arizona, so, what a great sight to see. <laughs> yeah, so I've been posting I've been posting on this forum daily as if I'm a pirate on a desert island and what's going on and what I'm doing and all of this stuff and the you know, the wind, the rain, whatever and you know, I'm 
going to another island with 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 lots of trees and got lumber and came back. You know, that was when I went to Flagstaff and went to Home Depot. <laughs> you know, all of this stuff. <laughs> it, you, you, it, 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 do you, do you it, have it, a soccer ball named Wilson? Do you have a soccer no. ball named Wilson? <laughs> no, no. I I have a god named Ahia Asher High. Okay. <laughs> I got that. Okay. Oh, I've been a I've been a student of comparative religion for almost fifty years. Almost fifty yeah. years. I got I have thirty eight Bibles. Thirty eight I've well, accumulated. Really? The thirty fifth one was the winner. Okay, the 35th Bible that I acquired was clearly, clearly, hands down, the winner. Okay, if you use a Bible, use George M. Lamza's translation from the Aramaic Peshitta. It is fantastic. It is marvelous. It is a true Bible. It is a Bible that is not bastardized by Constantine. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm serious. You know, so in, can, you can, you can buy them? Can you buy them anymore? Can you get them anymore? Oh yeah, you can still. Sure you can. Sure you can. I don't know why, okay. but it was online up until about two years ago, and it got taken offline for some reason. I don't know why. I think it was because the the evil powers that be finally got to the Lamza uh, Foundation because he he's been passed away for a long time. Finally got to them and got him to take it yeah. down. Okay, evil is attacking us from all directions, okay? Evil uh, has oh, wiles yeah. and guiles, and you've got to watch for the subtleties because that's when you know it's true evil is when the subtleties are there, okay? What, so you I said George M. George M. Ramson? Lamza, L-A-M-S-A. L-A-M-S-A. Wow. Oh, Lamson. Oh, okay, I was getting an R in there. All right. If you want, I can give you the wow. Library of Congress number. Oh, is that where you get it? Someone write it down. Someone, someone write it down because I'm driving. I'll write it. Guys. I'll write it. I'll write it down. <laughs> Go ahead, give it to me. I'll write it down. <laughs> it's eighty-four dash forty-eight two two five. Eighty-four dash forty-eight two two five. Yeah, that's the Library of Congress catalog card number. For the Bible. Or George M. Lamza's translation from the ancient Eastern text of the Aramaic was called the Peshitta or the True. Oh. I, the the difference is the clearness of the translations in here after reading all of those other Bibles over and over again and hearing how much they used fear as a tool over the masses. Yep. Okay. Oh because yeah. When, I always wondered when I read that. this when I read this Bible, okay, it says reverence in most places where the King James bastardized thing, I don't even call it a Bible, yeah. uses fear. It says fear. Fear this, yeah. fear that, fear this, fear that. No, 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 no. The reverence of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. Okay, not the fear. It does. There's fear in this Bible, and it's used in the right places, but it's not used. It's not substituted for reverence or worship or love. Okay, this is a, this is the best Bible I've ever touched, and I would never part with it. And I, I read from it every day. And I tell you what, the 129th Psalm, 
the 120, uh, Anna Riva, I read in the book of hers, she said the 129th Psalm is the Psalm to pray for relief from oppression. I have prayed the 129th Psalm every morning at sunrise for the last eight years. And I'll tell you what, the powers that be have left me alone. I'm so glad. Wow, 129, that's a great number. <laughs> yes. That Many a time they have afflicted me from my youth, yet they have not prevailed against me. I'm telling you, that's so God much power. You, Ed. Wow. I got, I got, I got, I'm moved by the Holy Spirit in so many different ways. Early last year, I was moved to, to start a project, and I started a project, and I got through the first, first chapter, and it's magnificent of what I produced, but I've been doing this for so much, I haven't been able to get back to it. Is I was tasked to produce a street Bible. Okay. And, wow. And I did it uh, for Genesis so far. And yep. it, it's really something. It's really something. Um, just taking the basic facts and laying it straight out as a story. Okay. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's magnificent. <laughs> it really is. And I'm, and I'm going from this land, the Bible, too. So I don't know what changes that it's made in this. Because once I got this and it started to speak to me, and then it opened up the world to me, and then it, it, it filled me. And I've never gone to any other Bible. It's, it's just, it's all of that in the bag of chips. Okay, well, I, I need to get my hands thing. around that copy. Uh, we're, we're gonna, I'm going to search, search for it tomorrow uh, when I get online, Ed. Thank you so much. Yeah, I got, and, uh, I got this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Psalm 129. I'm going to check that out, too. <laughs> we need to wear the armor of God, all of us. I'm just fortunate that he has not put me into any situations, you know, because I've seen so many situations where, you know, I would have done something completely different, you know, or yeah. I would have affected everything in a completely different way. You know, I just, he, he hasn't used me in any of those ways. And I'm always armed. Always, always, always. I'm, 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 you can call me Two Gun Ed if you want. I've always had, I've had two guns on me for a long time, you know. And and then if I don't feel right, I carry the shotgun too. So. Hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. No. Uh-uh. I saw one the one video where a guy's changing his tire on the street, just changing his tire because it's flat, and some guy walked up. Out of nowhere and just shot him in the head. He fell down. Yeah, oh, yeah. You've got to oh, watch God, your Ed. back constantly, everywhere, constantly, constantly watch your back. Yep. Okay. Yep. Vigilant. Yeah. But if 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 an innocent is in danger, and you're right with the Lord, step out and take care of it. Yep. Okay. If you're not right with the Lord, don't even try it. Don't even try it. Well, Ed, we're we're gonna definitely we're gonna definitely be supporting you in prayer and in invocations and we'll definitely have to have you back on more frequently as this journey uh you know builds and grows and the more connections we can make uh with other people around the country about this story. Uh we're all kind of in this together. We're kind of in the last uh, you know, upheaval, whatever you want to call it. Uh you know, it may not be the end, end times, but we're in a, a crazy, wild time in our world right now. So, 
if anybody's read, we need a lot of. If if anybody's read Isaiah, they know that we're in for a mighty world of hurt. We are. It, it is because Isaiah is the the most. It it, it it makes me shudder. You know because it's it's bad. Says so it's going to get bad. Says so it's going to get a lot worse than it is now. But you know, there's there's I know a lot of things that most people don't know or don't even think about. I'm an uncommon man. That's for damn sure. I know <laughs> that the United States government has the neutron bomb. Okay, you don't hear anything about it. Not a word about it. You haven't heard a word about it. How long? When was the last time you heard anything about the neutron bomb? Huh? Thirteen years. Huh? Long, yeah. long time. time ago. Okay. Nineteen seventy-seven. How many? I don't care how many Chinese you got. We got EMPs. We got we got neutron bombs. We got we got everything we could ever want, and that's going to be a determinant. They're not coming here. No, they're not. We, there's no world of hurt that we could possibly financially, economically, any of those. There's nothing we can do to get us to the point where somebody can step on our soil with a loaded gun. It ain't happening. Not today. Not tomorrow. Not next month. Not next year. So deal with the economics of what you got to do in your life, you know, or get out, one of the yeah, two. Yeah. You know, I'm so glad I left. I do not miss it. When I go back into the city, the traffic and all of that and the heat and the, all everything, no. Uh-uh. Yeah. I'm, I, I am truly pursuing happiness up here. You know, as long as the state leaves me the hell alone, I will be happy. But I know it's going to be a day come when county's going <laughs> to... Hi, what is all of this? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get a permit. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> you weren't open. I couldn't get a permit because oh, you weren't open. Yeah. yeah. You know what? <laughs> legally, I'm a squatter on my own land. Technically, legally. Yeah. Okay? Because I have to have an occupancy permit. In order to have an occupancy permit, I have to have a building permit. In order to have a building permit, I have to have a master plan registered. In order to register a master plan, I have to have a perk test done on the land. I can't have a perk test done on my land because I have rock land. Rock does not percolate. <laughs> and you can't put... You can't put... Yeah. You can't put... Uh, 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 septic tank in because it's got to have somewhere to go. It won't go into the rock. It'll just go past the rock into the groundwater. So uh, I need I need all of my permits without the perk test because I've got an electric toilet. Hello, you know this is the thirtieth, the third third millennium here. You know there are other ways to deal with human waste. I'm not pooping in the field. Yep. I'm not. You know, messing up the groundwater. I have an incinerate that burns everything completely. So, can I please oh, have my oh, permit now? That's after you <laughs> open. You know what I'm saying? You know, I feel like I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. They can't. It's all civil issues, so they can't come and throw me off the land. Plus, the the governor of the state has issued an edict to all of the law enforcement and the uh, constables in Maricopa County or in Arizona, I think that nobody is to enforce any eviction orders until after September. 
Hey, Ed, so, I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm pulling up to my house. I'm going to go inside. and my, um, my wife is waiting for me to watch this uh, series on Netflix. We're almost finished. All right. <laughs> I'm going to try and make it back here more often. God yeah, bless dude. You, thank you so much for stopping in. You are a true inspiration, a true patriot. And uh, Dee Dee and Steve and everyone else, uh, if you guys want to keep talking, that's fine. But you guys have a great week. Happy 4th. May the 4th be with you. And uh, God bless America. Thank you, Ed. You must have needed it because you sent me. All right. Yep, we needed to, Ed. <laughs> must have needed the word of hope because I was sent. I'm here. Uh, okay, well, we're here for you. Love you all, too. He's done. Does anybody else want to talk, or are you all done? I'm going to go. I'm painting. I paint sculptures. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.